combat sports and culture showing the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. I am your host, the Underground King, Serge Vicente, and we have another amazing show for you guys today, man. Another fun interview, and look, I told you guys, Submission Underground is here. Um, we have another amazing event. We have Submission Underground 14, and we got another guy coming on the show today and talking about everything in the preparation, everything that has to do with training in this time, and just we're going to have a fun conversation. So without further ado, I'm going to bring the man on himself. We have Tobias Baker coming on the show today, pro MMA fighter. He trains up at ATT Portland, all right? Some killers up there, and the cool thing about the team up there is I'm noticing, yo, they're starting to legitimately make some noise. You're starting to see more guys there taking wins, men and women kicking ass, and he's another one of the crew, man. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring Tobias Baker on the show. Bro, what is going on today, man? Welcome to the Fight Podcast. Man, I'm Absolutely, uh, bro. Thank, well, thank you so much for joining me on the show today, man. Um, this is going to be fun, man. This is fun having you on. And one thing I'm always curious about, man, is seeing people, again, get how they got their start. You're still super fresh in your MMA career, your grappling career. But at the same time, man, you have found yourself in one of the best teams that is in all of combat sports. Yo, bro, how did you stumble your way into that? Um, well, it, it started with my, you know, journey to the MMA world in general. Um, I was down at Art of War, uh, in Eugene and, uh, that's where I started out about two years ago. And, um, the opportunity arose when, you know, my living situation was just under change okay. in, uh, Eugene and, um, I needed more bodies. I needed more people to train with. Uh, you know, I needed more uh, uh, help with my uh, strength training, I thought, in my opinion. And, you know, um, and that's where I sought out Roke. And uh, okay. I'll, I'll get into yeah, that please. about Roke. Um, and, uh, but, you know, I, I just got the opportunity. Uh, I happen to have a teammate that moved up there. And, you know, they started talking. And before you knew it, uh, I had gone and visited uh, American Top Team. You know, this okay. was way back in December. And that was right before I took off to Florida. And uh, I just got a chance to train there. And I really liked it. And then I came back again. And, and then after that, it was pretty much, you know, I knew what I wanted to do at that point And knew where I, I needed to take my MMA journey to, to grow as an MMA fighter. Um, because I knew there were still some areas that just I needed mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. more work well dude I love sure. hearing that because especially in MMA I think it's so unique as opposed to so many other sports is that you have to always consistently evolve and try new things and move and see where different people are because it really does get to a point in time where the same thing might not work for you so you gotta go out there and just seek out have that Ronin mentality yep. and seek out new information yeah oh absolutely brother um, you know, one of the things I did when I got up here was I isolated three areas. You know, I, I, I went and okay. sought out boxing coach. Um, you know, I got hooked up with uh, this guy, Rudy Garza, man. He's, he's an amazing guy, amazing boxing coach. Um, he actually uh, coaches Monster. Ricky Simone. Yo, great win. Um, so, and speaking of his hands, his hands, yeah. and like I said, if that's your coach, his hands were looking crispy in his last fight, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so, you know, we're, we're focusing on... Wait, real quick, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm really um, happy that he cut the mullet. I am. I, I just saying. 
Hey, I liked it either way, man. I liked it either way, man. But you know, and I've made some good, uh, good additions up. Now, there, are so. you originally from that area? No. So uh, I was born and raised in uh, All right. Sarasota. Bro, there's a perfectly good ATT right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's funny how things work out. I, uh, I didn't stay in Florida okay. after I graduated high school. I went and wrestled uh, for a nice. school up in North Dakota. Okay. Uh, called Minot State, and then uh, then made my move out here. That's to, what, well, uh, hey West man, it, it seems like all of us end up making that West Coast uh, pilgrimage, man. Like I said, I'm in LA now. I'm from Chicago myself, so I, I absolutely understand. Um, so check this out: Submission Underground, mm-hmm. incredible event. Tell me a little bit about not only your mm-hmm. grappling history, but why Submission Underground. So Submission Underground is different than any other grappling experience mm-hmm. you could have out there, right? Um, as an MMA fighter, uh, I already am familiar with mm-hmm. the cage, right? So any other jiu-jitsu comp- competition that you do, um, there's, there's mm-hmm. nothing really like it, you know, where you, you have cages in, um, you, you have fence wrestling, you get, you know, uh, you can get smashed on the fence, oh, cheese grated on it, you know, whatever, uh, whatever goes, you know? Um, and I really like that because it's, it's just really a familiar place to be. And, um, you know, it, it definitely has a, uh, I want to say a, yeah a factor Absolutely. in the grappling for sure, for strategy. And then, uh, you know, I, I like that submission only for that first five minutes and then yeah. going to overtime, which, uh, you know, EBI rules are all right. Mm-hmm. I've never done that before. So I'm excited to see how I, I measure up. Uh, we've been practicing them. Uh, Man, well, I, it's, it, with, with EBI um, rules, I, like I, I actually, I, I really like them just for the fact that I feel like, especially for guys like yourselves who are wrestlers, it's a more aggressive type of jujitsu and submission game. And the fact that you're able to kind of just go downhill and, and, and utilize that, you know, that control that wrestlers tend to have and be able to have, I think it's super dope, man. And so, and honestly, again, we have those, you know, those other tournaments that dudes out there roll around for almost two hours and nothing happens, at least with this one they kind of push it like they make things happen which i think is super dope yeah yeah mm-hmm. there's an urgency there's a nice set of, uh, sense of urgency you know you only have five minutes any uh fighter out there or grappler knows five not minutes is time. not a long time <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make something happen if you really want you want that dub That's for me. sure you know because I, I, I always say this for all of my fights is like, I don't like to leave it in the judge's hands and I don't like to, I don't like to go into overtime or anything like that. I want to, I want to finish it. Uh, well, dude, that's, an, that's a great mentality to have. You have so many guys that on and, and ladies on your team that have had so like a wealth of experience. What do you take from the people that you work with on a daily basis that you've been able to kind of put into your own game? You know, uh, people that have been around the game and um, have seen, you know, some of them have seen the highest level and then some of them are, are still yeah. in that regional some circuit. Tough people you know, too, uh, you know it, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's such a nice blend that you really get a, a full 
well-rounded experience in a lot of different looks. Um, you know, you get to see uh, different, you know, different styles of jiu-jitsu. You get to see different styles mm-hmm. of just mentality, you know, because everybody carries themselves different because everybody Facts. fights for a different reason and everybody, you know, everybody trains for a different reason to help themselves or, or whatever, like, uh, spiritual mm-hmm. pilgrimage, you could say. That well, again, that's, I love that you said that because I think there's such a, a, like you said, that spiritual component to martial arts, right? And they see us all as, as you know, Aesthetic. these meatheads that go out there and beat each other's ass. But there's so much more to that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I love that you said that. So could you speak a little bit more to like just how you feel like as a martial artist and what the martial arts itself means to you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anyone can say that it's uh, it's hard to put it into words because it is such a deep feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it, it can be interpreted in so many ways. You can interpret it physically, you know, showing people like how it, it helps balance you and center mm-hmm. you. But at the same time, it, it helps keep me uh, living a, a nice, clean and healthy life because, you know, yeah. I can't. I can't do certain things and train as much as I do. I just physically <laughs> and time wise, like there's just some things you can't do. Right. Uh, you know, when you're sore and tired after a hard practice, you know, the only things you want to want to do is focus on good recovery and uh, in your mind and spirit. Right. Because wherever your mind's at is, is how your body is really going to react from what I've been able to see in training. You know, if you're sitting there just, you know, uh, uh, not doing the right things and not intaking the right mental diet, right? Like you are your physical diet, then that's when you're gonna you're gonna see that fatigue in a different way. You know, well, dude, that I, I love that man. Um, for yourself and your journey, right? That that you've already like said that you have going on. Um, I think we could all agree <laughs> that this past year has been nuts for all of us. Uh, it's been so crazy. So could, I've been asking all my fighters that have come on about this. How has training been throughout this pandemic and COVID? How have you been managing it, man? It's it's hard to say because, you know, everything, uh, everyone's trying to keep it private, you know, especially uh with you know where and what we're doing and just trying to uh manage through all of the the, the craziness but things have seemed to la- uh, lax a little bit like we're it. on like phase one and phase two of opening some places are are fully open so it's kind of it's kind of strange because now we're in this limbo state of uh of technically you know being closed and and uh having to adjust to that by training you know at certain times with certain people uh some days you might have a, a good group and some days you might only have a, a few partners right. uh, and it, it just depends but luckily i've been able to keep up with my strength trainer that's dope. Uh, literally every week you know i've been preparing my body and uh, I can see the physical change in my body. I can see the, that uh, my mobility is better. Uh, just like my whole attitude towards my body has been a lot more about recovery and my uh, uh, just athletic performance overall. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? Like just working on becoming a better athlete over this whole time. Um, as I am working on, you know, jujitsu, mm-hmm. striking, MMA as a whole, I've been really focusing on being a better athlete as nice. well. Um, 
just with the games evolving um, today too. And I think that's what carries me uh, really well in competition. Nice. Dude, it's, it's great that you said that, man. It's one of those things that I think people don't take into account how the strength training it is the becoming that better athlete and not just powerlifting or not just doing movement coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like to be able to do that and get the change in your body and be able to do that during this time off. Like in the fact that you're able to kind of build during that time off, man, when do you see yourself coming back, you know, actually competing in, in, uh, in terms of in the cage? And also, man, where are we gonna end up? Like, what, what is to your, in terms of your style? Uh, what would you, what would people say? What is your best style? How do you like, how can you equate your style to people? Kind of like a, a, a sprawl and brawl type. I'm talking about. Uh, because of my wrestling background, I'm a little harder to take down than your average uh, uh, your average grappler. Uh, I feel like I, I'm very agile and athletic in that mm-hmm. area. So if I want I want to stand up with someone, I can I can force that that area, and if not get my own takedown, um, you know throwing throwing punches and, and shoot behind my punches. Uh, but I, I, I've really grown into a better striker. I feel like over this past six months to eight months, I've really developed a lot better striking okay. and have a lot more confidence in that game as well. Um, let alone just being a grappler, and that's what I had the most confidence in before. That's what's up. So I love that dude. I, I love that man. Be able to go out there. So if someone, if you had to tell somebody, look, man, this is Tobias Baker. If you want to watch a fight that shows you the person. And like this is me as a fighter. Which fight would you show them? Which should they look up? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, my last fight. Okay. And even though that I lost, I lost that fight, it just kind of shows you like what I'm willing to go in, um, no matter the circumstances. You know, uh, you know if I if if I can't get the get the submission unlocked, you know, I, I guess I'm going down with him. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> you know but uh i definitely think like my title fight uh, as an amateur or you know any of those fights could 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 show you you know uh you know i finished all of them in the first round you know i got finished in the first round it that still makes it it, it exciting and that's what yeah. i want it to be um because you know like i say all the time i i, I get fulfillment from my training like i'm just i'm kind of having fun like that gaichi fun you know while i do it so it's, man I'm talking about somebody having fun holy shit <laughs> man so it's a good time oh dude it's the best and, and that's one thing i think people don't get like how great it is and how much fun it is in there um again always as always man thank you so much for joining us man before we get you out of here i gotta ask a couple more questions to you man um in terms since we've all been sitting at home for the most part and during this pandemic i've been telling people look man there's some fights that you gotta watch especially some of these old school fights are there any old school fights that you yourself love going back and be like yo that's the one oh man there was some really good ones um if if there was one i would say that you should go back and watch from recent Mm -hmm. uh a recent fight to go back and watch was that gastelum versus itasanya uh itasanya man that was 2019 yep that was a great fight and then uh we can't forget the uh yeah who was it it was the old it was old it was an old uh ufc fight 
Rich Franklin versus Oof. it was either Liddell or Couture. Dude, both fire. <laughs> both amazing fights. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? Do you, who is your all-time for you personally? Who is your all-time goat? All-time goat? Ah, that's super tough, man. I you know, give, give me a top I, three. Not no particular order for you. Two. Okay. It, it's Matt Serra and GSP, two of my favorite fighters. I love that, yo, Matt. the other, you know. <laughs> so, hey, that's the best thing about your top that look, man. They beat each other. It's cool. <laughs> They're cool, and uh, the guy and I, I listen to his podcast a lot, so I really like that guy. Oh, dude, he's guy. hilarious, man. That dude, he cracks. I listen to their their, their joint too. Um, and l- last one. <laughs> Uh, entertainment-wise, books and or movies that people should be paying attention to during this lockdown? Oh, man, if you haven't hopped on The Last Airbender, I don't I don't even know you. And let's talk about season four of The Last Kingdom. Okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, like, if you know, you know. But The Last Kingdom on Netflix is absolute fire. I see. I gotta check it out. Like Airbender, I'm all, all I'm all in on that. The, the Last Kingdom, yeah. I will check out. One thousand. What's it about? It's about Uhtred Ragnarsson, and it's a uh, uh, about uh, a story of a young uh, young boy who had his lands taken from him, and his uncle tried to kill him. And it's crazy. He was raised by Danes, by Vikings, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and love then it. ended up fighting. <laughs> For the Christian, so it was, it was pretty crazy. Oh, that sounds like my type of show. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all in. Let's go. Good <laughs> stuff, man. What? A lot of battle scenes. Obviously good. That's what it is, man. Well, Tobias, man, as always, thank you for joining me. What can we expect when we tune in Sunday night to watch you in Submission Underground? Uh, absolute fun, man. Uh, I think me and Charlie are going to go out there. We're both scrappy dudes and it's going to be a scramble from probably minute one. Uh, it's going to be a scramble and we're going to be all over the place and, uh, I'm going to be looking for whatever limb I can get my hands on and I'm going to rip it off. That's what I'm talking so. about. That's how you got to let them know, man. <laughs> there it is. That's, that's my, that's what I'm coming to do. That's what's up with Tobias, man. Thank you as always for joining us on the Fight Podcast today. Where can people find you? Hey, you can find me uh, on Instagram at the Heathen MMA. Uh, I've got a, a page on Facebook, Tobias Baker. Uh, I've obviously got my uh, personal account on Facebook too. You can add me on there. Uh, Twitter, you can follow me at the Heathen as well. So there it is, man. Tobias Baker, man, the Heathen's competing this weekend in uh, Submission Underground 14, brother. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Not a problem, man. Glad to glad to have been on. Absolutely, brother. You take care. All right, all right, all right. That was Tobias Baker. Uh, he is competing this weekend in Submission Underground 14. Cool dude, man. And this is one of the things I, I really do love about having guys come on. Um, one, especially some of the up-and-coming guys that you might not know. They have amazing stories. They have amazing stories. They have so much depth to them. And we have an opportunity to actually watch them come up in the game, watch them grow. So being able to see him and talk to him right now and competing in something like Submission Underground, Yo, if you have not checked it out, I'm telling you now, go ahead and get um, UFC Fight Pass. It is an amazing event. 
They have some of the best grapplers in the world. His own teammate, Austin Vanderford, was there. He competed against the Boogeyman last time out, and he actually beat him. One of the again, the Boogeyman is one of the greatest grapplers out there. And Austin Vanderford went out there and got that L, got that W. So that's his teammate and his training partner. So a lot to be able to discuss in that. We would break down that next week on the Fight Podcast. I break down all the submission underground action. Um, and uh, with that being said, remember this week. We we also have UFC Fight Night that is coming on this weekend. It's headlined. The card itself, I'm not going to lie to you guys, in terms of it being the most entertaining, exciting card in the world, look, it's not as dope as the last few cards that we've had for the UFC. But in terms of the main event, this main event stacks up with all the events that we've had itself. The fact that we have Tyron Woodley coming out there against Gilbert Burns, uh, great matchup. One of the guys who is up and coming versus one of the greatest champions that we've ever had. He might be on his way out. We don't know, but we're under breaking that down also. If you haven't already, like I said, make sure you guys go out there and sign up for Hot Mike. Hot Mike, man, they're incredible. Download it for absolutely for free. Great, um, great content. You get to watch the Fight Podcast and all of our interviews before everybody else gets to uh, gets to check them out. Uh, so download Hot Mike app or Hot Mike Inc. at Hot Mike Inc. Check them out and download the app. Um, it's totally free. Promo code Sergio. Um, and also check us out everywhere podcasting is available. Also, do not forget to check out every Wednesday, every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Check us out on our IG page, the Fight Podcast IG page for the Scrappy Hours. The Scrappy Hour is the greatest combat sports and culture talk show in the entire universe. It is right there on Instagram. So check us out there as well. But without further ado, this has been episode 216 of the greatest combat sports and culture podcast in the entire universe. I'm your host, the underground king, Serge Vicente. Thank you so much for joining me right here on the Fight Podcast. Deuces. Deuces.